hit record then. So welcome everybody. This is the Wednesday drop-in discussion that happens as part of the Europe Leaders Learning Community every third week of the month. And my name is Miranda and um, I live in Spain where it is beginning to warm up. Uh, so it's not very nice wearing masks when it starts to get warm. That's what I'm here to tell you. Um, and I'm here today with Joe and Alket, who are joining me as part of a panel discussion, uh, a sort of informal discussion around our theme of the month. And I'm gonna get them to introduce themselves before I introduce our theme. So Joe, where are you and what do you do? Obviously your name is Joe. Yes, my name's Joe. I'm Joe Plummer. Um, I'm currently in West Sussex in the United Kingdom. Um, I we moved back from YWAM Chiang Mai in Thailand uh, last summer, so I've been back in YWAM Europe just under a year. Uh, so this is the first time I've taken part in something like this. And mm. for the last twenty years, uh, Mark and I—that's my husband have been involved in resourcing, training, uh, coming alongside people who are integrating business with mm -hmm. mission. So we're part of a global network on business's mission. And also we've been walking along alongside Wiramas um, integrating business um, and ministry together for the mm. last 20 years or so. So yeah, that's Wonderful. what we've been doing. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great having you. Welcome back to, oh, welcome back to Europe, but welcome back to England. <laughs> <laughs> Alket, welcome. Where are you and what are you doing? So everyone who was been in 2017, why we were gathering in Tours, Albania, remember me? I'm Albanian <laughs> from Albania, living the base in Tours and for nine years living in Albania. And uh, for five years, I think, we are part of the core team Central Europe. And I have experience too in the business world because for 10 years I had before uh, my small business. Mm -hmm. And I'm married with three, ch with three mm -hmm. children. Mm, great, well, it's really good to have you. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Um, so this, Every month as part of the Europe Leaders Learning Community, we take a theme and we invite people from around Europe to um, write articles and create talks um, as part of seeking to strengthen one another um, as leaders in, in the region. Um, and this month is the first of a series of three. And the series is about leadership pitfalls. Mm. What are those things in our leadership journeys that can sort of trip us up? And um, we've named them primarily as money, sex, and power. So we're gonna go for the jugular between May and July. <laughs> and we're gonna start today with the topic of money. Um, and there was some really great material up on the website for those who got a chance to take a look at that. Um, so I don't know, I wonder how many people who, um, who saw that material thought, oh, well, we live by faith. Money's not an issue for, for us. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else out there who might be thinking like that. Um, and as part of the resources that went up on the website, um, Landa Cope and Terry Sherman, who's with us on the call now, um, talked about this, this idea of living by faith. What is it to live by faith? 
Um, and Lander pointed out that all followers of Jesus are called to live by faith. Um, and, and Terry said in her article, we, in her talk, we all kind of express that in different ways, um, depending on what our calling is. So I don't know if there's anything in particular that strikes you, Alket or Joe, when you think about this question of living by faith, what that means for us and mm. how that might impact on how we relate to money. Yeah, I like. I just like what Landa said um, about that. Everybody lives by faith. It's not yeah. a particular strategy. It's a it's a posture towards the Lord. And yeah. so I think when it comes to why I'm as a money, of course, our primary way, as Landa said, is to that we do engage in raising support, and that does have a powerful impact on our networks of, of supporters and prayer that we have, mm -hmm. and it's very integrated. Um, but there are many ways that YRMs get money, get income. We get, you know, we might, some people might have passive income, um, you know, they might have pensions or they might have mm -hmm. properties, or, but mm -hmm. primarily it's about um, uh, raising up a, a, a support, a network of, uh, of friends of churches and supporters that will pray for us, that will provide for financial needs. Um, but that is just one way of living by faith. Um, mm -hmm. So that I, I really like hearing yes. that very clearly. Yes. Anything to add to that, Alcat? Uh, I think I will bring this after more testimony mm. and, and what is inside that that I learned when I was a young Christian really that uh, and Albina just came out from the communist time was really struggling life and I was only son in home when we leave grandparents my two sisters my parents and only my father walking the time but just was not enough and I was new Christian, and I remember, I think it was the first time that I was fasting. Mm -hmm. And I said to God, God, I believe you call me to serve to you, but how I will provide for myself, for money, uh, and for my family, and how to live. Mm -hmm. And all the day I'm fasting, and in the afternoon, really, I heard clear, that you will serve to me all your life and I will take mm -hmm. care for you and your family. I know you like to do business, but in, in every three months, I will close your business. That was what I heard <laughs> really 20, <laughs> 27 years ago. Mm. But do you know, that is my security in all my life now with the money. Mm. I enter in many things in life that that word is in me. So what I'm mm -hmm. saying is, yes, we live by faith that we need to ask God what is personal word that he has for each of us. Yeah. And that we stay uh, and we live by that. That is yes. my first thing that yeah. uh, I experienced with God. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I love that you shared that. Um, I love the, the way that this connection between the word of the God, to, the word of God to us personally, and mm. how we relate to money, uh, particularly in the, you know, the immediate 
circumstances that we face kind of next, because I'm sure that even as we engage with this topic, there are many of us who have particular things in our minds with regards to money and with regards to faith and trusting God. Um, it was it was interesting to me what um, Florin said about money in in his article um, that it can the way we relate to money can be like a mirror that mm. it kind of shows us or exposes if you like um, who we really are our values our fears um, and that seems to connect for me Alcat with what you said about you know having a word from God to kind of stand on and anchor us. Um, did you guys have any anything that came to your mind as you were thinking about this idea of money as a mirror, which kind of reveals more than, you know, just dollars and cents, it, it reveals something more to us? I mean, I really like what Arkit just said, because I think that we, we often get really fixated on strategies, like how am I going to get my money? And especially the area I work in, in business's mission, and it's a really... Mm big area but whatever we're doing however whatever ministry strategy god is calling us to i think a high mm. value is that we hear god's voice and then obey mm. him and it's that it's that journey that he wants to take us on um in in a faith journey um mm. and landa shared a little bit about this as well is that god especially for base leaders or people leading big teams he'll often grow our faith through the beginnings of our journey or speak yeah. a speak a particular word to us which will be really unique. So it's not, we can't kind of reduce what we're talking about to a particular methodology, uh, methodology, you know, mm. methodology of we've got to do this number of prayer letters and then the mm. money will just flow in. It's about mm. walking with God in this journey. And mm. I think in terms of being a mirror, um, it's a really excellent way of being discipled in this growing by faith and God will uh, often stretch us, won't he? in yeah. this area of money and um, not maybe provide in the way that we hoped or wanted to, to just to, to keep us focused on him and not the, mm -hmm. not the donor, not the, not mm -hmm. the method that we're using, not the strategy, but mm -hmm. to really just keep us focused on him and, and yeah. um, our hearts soft towards him. And I think, yeah, yeah that's for me, I think it's mm. a, it's a good area of discipleship. Uh, yeah stretch our faith yeah I love that I wonder if we could actually spotlight Terry and bring her onto the I mean she's on the call but if you Rosen if you could spotlight Terry and we just invite your voice as well Terry it's lovely to have you with us um thank you so much for your your talk which was fabulous um I wonder if you have anything to add here about this because I imagine, Terry, I don't know if this is true, but I could imagine that because people know that you teach in this area, they might come to you looking for a methodology. Um, do you have anything to add about this kind of tension, if you like, between methodology and discipleship, you know, journeying with God versus wanting a formula? What comes to mind for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, many, many things. Um, indeed, people do tend to uh, think, oh, she's going to teach about raising support. So now we're going to learn a method. Um, and actually, I don't even go into method at all mm. until I cover the biblical foundation. And then I cover the spiritual dynamics that mm. come with money uh, mm. before I ever talk about practicals. Um, mm. 
if uh, this whole idea of money as a mirror, uh, I haven't I've read that article yet, but I will get to it. But I have a teaching uh, called Money as a Mirror mm. that comes from Randy Alcorn's book, uh, Money, Possessions, and Eternity. And one of the statements he makes in, in that book, which has just stuck with me, is the way we deal with our money and our possessions is a direct reflection of our spiritual condition. Wow. So outwardly, if you look at how people live and deal with mm -hmm. their money, it will already show you what's happening in their hearts. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's true for every single one of us. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is a mirror. It's something that will reflect back to us. Uh, am I trusting God? Do I really believe he owns everything? Yeah. Uh, am I really following after him or is there something else that I'm doing here? Yeah. Is yeah. my security in him or mm -hmm. is it in how many partners I can get on my team? Mm -hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So I, I love this topic because of the fact that it it bears our hearts and our souls and mm -hmm. puts us in a place of vulnerability mm -hmm. with God and we, and it brings us all back down to the same place. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, you look like you're gonna. Yeah, yeah you're gonna add something. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, it's another. Mm -hmm. I said the first thing was to hear personally from God. The second thing is speaking by faith. And again, I will bring in a, a little. A testimony for my life. Mm -hmm. So I finished DDS in 95, but I went back in my hometown and I started to be pastor of the church, a young boy. It's just the beginning of the first year's Christianity in Albania. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to do it uh, ministry in the church, but my father waiting for me to, so where's your salary? You need to help your family. So nothing. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four months, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And one day has been discussed, I don't know what I said. I said, okay, this month, in the end of the month, I will have an envelope, the salary, the salary is $70. Most, okay, as a salary the, that year. I said that by faith, but to say the truth after a week, I said, wow, what I said, but it's not <laughs> happened the thing. But really, in the last month, someone came with an envelope, $70, and said that will be your salary. Huh. Now yeah. for every month. Wow. So I'm bringing that, that yes, we hear from the Lord, but sometimes we need to speak out mm -hmm. by faith. Mm -hmm. And God see our motivation, God see our heart, and He will do that. Mm. So that is another thing. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. I think that that issue of motivation is like the key thing because mm -hmm. uh in YOM sometimes, or Christians in general, we get confused. We think that like money is the root of all evil, but it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And we have to handle money. You know, I, I love what Landa said about God is about, he's about goodness. And mm -hmm. part of his goodness is physical resources. We need resources. We mm -hmm. need uh, homes and food. And we need money to, to be able to, flourish as human beings mm -hmm. and so it's the way that we handle those resources um that's a, the important thing mm -hmm. um so in YRAM I think it's really when we deal with money one thing 
that we wrestle with a lot in the business's mission community is how do we do that in business and protect our YWAM values, the things that are core to our YWAM identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes normal business operation and protecting our YWAM values kind of can clash a little bit. And, and I think it's difficult because you can't, um, it comes down to the motivation of the individual wirammer or the wiram leader. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that you can't see from the outside. That's uh, something it's, you have to walk together in discipleship, in account, an accountable relationship, mm-hmm. because you can hide all that stuff, whether you're in a business, whether you're in an orphanage ministry, whether you're doing communications in wiram, yeah, you can get, you can get sidetracked and drift away from your, your ministry or your focus because of money so and it's all down to the sort of the heart of the individual person um you can't you can't have rules or guidelines about that it's to do with the inner motivation and why we're here doing what we're hearing so one value we have to we have to protect in YRAM is that we're here because we heard God's voice and we're obeying him and we're in our ministry because we feel that's how God has led us Mm-hmm. rather than for financial gain and that's kind of mm-hmm. core to our identity that volunteerism mm-hmm. that we're here but then what happens when you start paying people because you have to in business sometimes you have to employ people so what mm-hmm. happens then and so there's so I think it's down to individual motivation yes. um, a lot and yes. you can't you can't have guidelines for that you have yeah. to disciple people through it and have a yes. good accountability yeah, so that's my question. I think one of my big questions as I looked at the, the different resources um, on the website this month um, was to do with how much are we really talking about this? Because it feels as though discipleship for our formation as God's people requires um, a, quite a lot of open dialogue. It requires vulnerability and being open to having questions asked and talking together about oh these are the tensions that we experience in this particular arena um and it's i mean my observation is yes we talk about you know principles of fundraising but do we talk about these heart things of you know okay let's talk about how we feel that you know this person has a small apartment and this person has a big apartment or let's talk about how we you know cat to what extent do we see that happening and what do you guys think about that like do is is there an, an invitation maybe to kind of push into some of these things when it comes to our discipleship i think i mean just you have to work those things out in relationship and they they reveal a lot about your heart. You know, why is it that you want a bigger department? You know, is it because you want to show hospitality or you're, uh, you're jealous of other people? I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's about people's journey with the Lord, you know, and I, and I think it's about um, recognizing when those things come up in your life, you know, what, what is underneath that feeling mm-hmm. what is underneath that we we had to wrestle we uh mark my husband actually this is a little story from us left ywam for a little while and enough we both joined in our early 20s uh but then when we when we he re he came into ywam again we were in our 30s with two young kids all our contemporaries were buying houses they had mm-hmm. a nice big house they were on their second house they were you know 
in in our the friends that we grew up in we were in a different stage of life and we had to ask ourselves again what is really important to us you know what is god saying to us uh is you know why do we feel this sense that we've got to be on the property ladder or we've got to you know Mm -hmm. or we've you know our feelings about money were really tested at that point because Mm -hmm um yeah and then you have to walk through that journey with the lord together you know what is Mm -hmm. underneath that that feeling of Mm -hmm. envy or disappointment or and then yeah is it pride is it Mm -hmm. uh, what is it anxiety Mm -hmm. unbelief Mm -hmm. so it's a journey that everyone's on with the lord so i think i've made the same point about three times (laughs) so would you say then joe and i'd be interested to hear from you as well terry um would you say then that's that's a very personal thing. Or would you say that there's an invitation for us as communities to, to kind of stretch ourselves into these kinds of conversations in ways that would open us up to disciple, being discipled maybe? I think that um, we really need to talk a lot much more, a lot mm-hmm. together about how we're impacted by money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a topic that is shunned by everyone. Mm-hmm. Not just the church, um, you know, cultures mm-hmm. in many ways, they have their taboos about money. And we've all been raised in cultures that have taboos about money mm-hmm. and families that have their own unique taboos uh, that come with the culture or come with a mm-hmm. family culture. Um, so, and here we come in YWAM, you know, together living more together and trying to learn what does it mean to live in community and share things and share life. Mm -hmm. So I definitely see it as um, uh, something that gets shoved under the table and we don't want to talk Mm -hmm. about it. And and that's, you know, I mentioned it in my, my 10 minute talk about the spirit of mammon. Mm -hmm. And when I started to learn more about how we are deceived about money uh, by a demonic principality, which mm-hmm. wants us to idolize money instead of, and bow down to it and give power to it. Mm-hmm. It really has just helped me discern some things mm-hmm. a lot more in my own life mm-hmm. and help other people discern some of the struggles that they go through. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's definitely part of our discipleship. It's, it's a heart mm-hmm. issue. It's uh, touching deep things in our identity uh, mm-hmm. and our, all of those things. Yeah. So, yeah, I say let's, let's get it up and out in the open and talk mm-hmm. about it more, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, in small teams, so I've just been part of a small team for the last seven years, and I think uh, Al has, like, got a small team in Albania. I think in that context, you must talk about it. Yeah. Right. So I was just, I was just interested in, like, how do they address that in his team? And yeah. Uh, uh, so we are eight staff now, mm-hmm. some are for English, some are Albanian. And to say the truth, that all the time for Alpina staff is struggling uh, to raise support because still it's not a mindset that people can less from your country as a missionary your country. Mm-hmm. And uh, and to say the truth, I'd had uh, through different years 
Albanian staff that they stay one or two years with us and after they left. Uh, for different issues, not for that, but one of that was that thing. But uh, yeah. every time when we speak in, a, in a, our team meetings, I have expression that I'm saying, we need to spend our money how we spend our time. So the idea is how I spend the day and that is reflecting too how worthy and how I'm good I'm spending money to. Mm-hmm. It is connection there. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I want to bring up is how really we trust the word of Lord in the Bible when he said that in, seek first the kingdom and everything will come. Mm-hmm. Or where is your heart, there will be your richnesses. Mm-hmm. So are things that uh, we need to discuss absolutely. Because yes, as I'm coming from a East country that left the communism, it's easy sometimes for East Europe to think, oh, the Westerners, they have uh, bigger economy, bigger salary, yeah. maybe the church are very healthy, they give 10%, so mm-hmm. Westerns can be really supported by their church, by their people, but how is going that in the East country or in the Balkan country? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is something that we need to deal in a faith and hearing and trust in the Lord. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Um, we're going to ha- have a little time out just here. Terry, thank you so much for joining us. And please continue to add any questions or comments into the chat. We're going to switch you out for Sharon, who has joined us, um, I believe, from Harpenden. There she is. Yeah. Hi, Sharon. Hello, everybody. It's good to have you Hi. with us. Thanks for joining Hi, us. Yep. Um, how's the weather in Harpenden today? It's beautiful, actually, today. Oh, good. Nice and sunny. Beautiful weather in southern England. That's good to hear. <laughs> we just had um, sleet. So oh. <laughs> that, that, was was <laughs> that was yesterday, Joe. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, yep. So... Um, yeah, we're talking really right now just about the the discipleship, the formation that happens within us in the ways that we relate to money. Um, one of the things that I was struck by um, was, um, I mean, I just love, I could listen to Landa for, you know, days. Um, but in Landa's talk, she talked about the fact that we, you know, there are people, um, you know, mentioning no names, because I'm sure there's none of them on the call today, who... Um, who bury their head in the sand when it comes to money you know let's just let's just hope it all kind of works out um and i think um some of the things that terry mentioned about um the ways in which we pick things up from our families of origin from our social context from our geographical context um which contribute to that um yeah, did did it, did that strike any of you guys, or is that something you've seen um, in your experience personally and in YWAM? This thing of oh, let's it's just too difficult. Let's just keep keep our heads down and hope that it all figures itself out. 
Yeah, I tend to come from a family like that. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm married to a, to a husband who's not. But I, I love what Landa said about doing the work. Um, yes. You know, and that this comes in when we we talk about business's mission as well. We must we must apply good principles when it comes to money management. There are mm. kind of you know we wouldn't expect to go to the top of a building and jump off, you know, pray mm -hmm. and jump off because we know that there is the laws of gravity. Well. There are principles uh, about managing money and mm. doing good business, and um, and so we need to understand that those and mm -hmm. be good stewards of the resources and apply good accounting practices. Mm -hmm. Love that it was really practical on that. You know, yes. that we we can't just go, oh well, you know, you know, spiritualize it completely um, while holding intention that God does supernaturally um, support our needs and and come but there are there are natural things about uh, dealing with money that we have to respect you know we mm -hmm. we can and and john gave a great if you haven't watched that either watch mm -hmm. that because there are some great principles of how to avoid like pitfalls i feel like you know mm -hmm. he covered loads of those you know just mm -hmm. have good practices um mm -hmm. and apply these sensible principles so you don't run into conflicts of interest Mm -hmm. so that you can you can know what money is yours personally and what money is the basis for instance mm -hmm. you know there are some very simple uh different responsibilities so one person isn't kind of managing everything so there's mm -hmm. so, so we need to kind of um have hold this tension of between mm -hmm. yes god is supernaturally supplying our needs but but we need to be good stewards as well. And mm -hmm. uh, for that, we have to face up to things and not just bury our heads in the sand and yes. apply, good apply good methods. And that's not always easy, is it? The facing up to things part. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a question for you in the chat there, Joe, and I'm just gonna let you um, respond to that in the chat. Well, I feel like I'm talking um, a lot, so. Uh, no, it's good, I'm gonna ask. Share, I don't know. Um, share no, that's that's great. You you do your your chat response by <laughs> by chat, and I'll ask Sharon. What's okay. your experience, Sharon? Good, okay. Burying your head in the sand um, mentality when it comes to finances. Yes, I um, have definitely seen that and experienced that um, in multiple locations within YWAM, especially if you have one that has different school leaders. You know, and one. One school leader will be on it, budget, you know, keeping track of every single detail. And then the other one is like, I'm not good with numbers and here's mm -hmm. my change <laughs> mm -hmm. kind yeah. of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think the thing that, uh, that I uh, has, have seen and has become reality is that we, it is just acknowledging that we all definitely come with a different worldview about finances Mm -hmm. um, and that's something as a, a mission we have to take into account mm -hmm. based on uh, family, culture, nations. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I come from a family where we did track money pretty well and we're taught to budget and, and things like that. But I could end up with a, a co-leader, someone who has none of those skills. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it sounds as though the, those places of difference are exactly the opportunity to have these kind of discipling conversations mm -hmm. um not that everyone has to do it the same way as one or the other but that we actually talk about what's going on there for us um Alket, do you have 
another story for us or maybe something that um, you'd like to share about how, how you've seen this happen on Teams? So this is, <laughs> I'm a guy story, Corey Guy. Uh, so I've, I will start first in this way. So I married 23 years ago and with wonderful wife, who knows her, Alma. And we are just young couple. So three months, first three months, we just took money and spent it. I said, whoa, well, it's not good at all what we are doing now. So we create our system. And still we have that thing in our home that we had the kind of book with envelope inside, but it's first envelope 10%, money for food, money for tax, money for rent, one in for ministry mm -hmm. because our culture is relationship culture, not task oriented culture. Everything is happening in coffee, so I need to spend time with people. So we have money for that thing too. Mm. So when we did that, it was helpful for us that system and help us to continue life as a family and ministry. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I when I joined YM and we opened the base. Totally was a new thing for me now because mm -hmm. I need to learn other things. Plus, was another life. 90s with 2020 is totally different. How the life is and how it's grown and things. But uh, we started a miracle way here in the base. And I think now we're pretty good, healthy in this moment, really. Mm -hmm. But again, mm -hmm. to be a very good. Uh, administrator people mm -hmm. and I learned that in my DDS I don't know guys but I learned so much in my DDS where students I learned so much how to be faithful in the small things that, that mm. grow up in me a lot mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it seems like the DTS is a great place for us to start talking about these things um if we're if we're in all in agreement that actually the way we relate to money exposes a lot about what is real about us um our fears and our areas of um self-sufficiency and all those things then dts seems like a good place to start with some of those conversations mm -hmm. i was i was interested in um uh, lander's very clear statement that we are all corruptible and and how it's so easy for us to think well, yes, I mean, we all, those are all out there, but <laughs> no, me, I'm, I'm corruptible. I can make mistakes. And I loved how she shared so vulnerably such a real mistake that she made. Um, and then of course we had um, John and Lynn talking about ways in which we can kind of safeguard ourselves from that corruptibility. <laughs> um, does anyone have any comments about what seems, you know, what would be your takeaways from that? What, what seems um, something to, to maybe action among us or to highlight, to notice about what was said there in terms of the ways that we safeguard ourselves from our corruptible nature? <laughs> well, just to, re just to reinforce that, it's, we, we, Lander used to come and teach on our business's mission courses and there would always be someone who said oh we can't get involved in business what about corruption and she would just laugh and say you know 
corruption is sin we're all sinful sin is everywhere in every sphere um mm -hmm. and so if you don't get involved with something because of sin then you're not going to be able to do anything so first of all mm. i love that she brought that out that we mm. that we're all corruptible that corruption is everywhere that, because it's sin and mm -hmm. um and so we we must uh it's just reinforcing the point that she made and then john and lynn also made is that we must handle sometimes last large um sums of money and so mm -hmm. to have these systems of accountability and avoiding conflicts and just having good systems mm. i just want to just uh when our cat was and uh sharon was speaking i think it's this is where we need to emphasize the different gifts in the body of christ some people are really administratively gifted and we need mm. those people to come and help us build good systems mm -hmm. um into what we're doing as why i'm leaders um and we need mm -hmm. administrators as well as we need visionaries and we need to build teams mm -hmm. where those sort of things are really especially if you've got a big operation with property and we're doing it for the long term you need people who can mm -hmm. come alongside you to build systems for you good accounting mm -hmm. just good practices when it comes to to, to handling mm -hmm. money and uh john and lynn both highlighted some of the good ones that mm -hmm. you can start with so, yeah mm -hmm. Sharon, do you have any thoughts about, well, about that in general, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but also about um, the difference or the similarities maybe that there are between being small teams with relatively small amounts of money and big teams with relatively large amounts of money. Is it just all the same? Do, is it, or is it different? What's your experience been? Mm. Um, what I was going to add on to Joe's, um, the mm. thing that I saw in all the and Landa's and then also the articles that that Lynn did and John was the word transparency comes up all the time and how key yeah. transparency is and and in that I think to have transparency one thing we have to do more of and and what I have tried to do is to not let finances or money have such a, a stigma of how mm -hmm. you know oh we can't talk about that or if I if I talk about money it means I don't have any faith or um any you know, some people have shame over talking about finances, but if you make yeah. it normal and it's normal to talk about, you know, the financial part of it, then there is, it's easier to be transparent, I feel. Mm -hmm. And I, right. I really think That's that, um, and, and the kind of what Landa was saying, like as leaders, we, we have to understand accounting and accounts, even if, if money's not our thing. So even if it's a small team where we aren't, where we have a little bit, or if it's a large campus ministry, um, it's it's still the same. Like you're still, where's my money coming from? Where am I spending it? Uh, mm -hmm. And I think maybe with with the larger situations, you might have more voices of where the money needs to be spent and working yeah. through that. Yeah. Versus a smaller team, if it's just you know me and a co-leader, or it's this thing we're like two choices, whereas with um, something bigger, but overall, mm. it's still the same. It's, it's knowing, um, it's being honest about those. And I think as, as a mission, we can definitely grow just in little things like training. And because I think a lot of mm -hmm. people, they, they might um, have the stigma to not talk about it, because they don't feel like they know how to do it, or they have, they didn't grow up in that. And so mm -hmm. I think if we can take away that, then the transparency is easier. Yes. Good point. Thank you.
Alcat, anything to add about this, these kind of principles for stewarding money well and how they keep us out of hot water? <laughs> they keep I, us from making mistakes. Yeah. What we shared before is the same thing for me is transparency and how trustworthy you are in your team mm. mm-hmm. and how we are open with each other as we talk for mm-hmm. that in a personal level or in a base level thing and it would be good that uh, everything if someone asks is ready in computer all the receipt all the bills everything so people can see what they want to see is there yeah. you can ask me now and i have received really 10 years ago ask me the date mm-hmm. ask me the amount and i will bring it to you mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to add something for like we spoke a little bit for corruption. Every heart is easy to be corrupt. Every heart, mm-hmm. really. It depends when we stand for that and how our decision. Again, I'm speaking uh, from the side of the again country are developed now in process of developing or were under the communism before. So when really the corruption is more higher than Western side. And sometimes Christians really are in a really dilemma thing. For example, let's say uh, someone has a daughter that was sick and he will go in a public hospital and we know the corruption is there. So how we will relate to that? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of question. Sometimes I have leaders said, what to do? I will not leave my daughter to die there. I will pay the money. Can be. Mm-hmm. But uh, another side, Really, I pray all the time, God, don't bring me this situation to me. If that happens, mm. protect me. Let's go maybe in a private hospital. That is the amount I need to pay. That's it. But many mm. people have struggled for that, really, guys. Mm. It's not just why I'm thinking. It's Christian world. Yeah. Yeah. And how we decide what we believe and what we stand for that. I have a little story. Yeah. Really, some years ago, I was wrong driving. I didn't solve it really, the, the sign there. Police told me he wanted to put the fine. But in the end, you know, Benoit away, he said he wanted the coffee, the $5 coffee thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened. I give it to him. Mm-hmm. So I went to the car, but I not turned on the car at all. He saw me. He came to me. He said, why not go? I came out. I said, sorry, you don't know me who I am. I am a Christian. I'm leading the church now. And I want to say that I don't want to feed your corruption and I don't want to lose my, my peace with God. So please give me back my $5 and I'll buy the family. <laughs> he was talking. He said, what, what, what? He gave me $5 back. He said, you're free to go. So sometimes yeah. God shake our heart where we stay. Mm-hmm. Really. It's our decision yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. So really, it will come different times in our life when we need to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we for sure we will fail. Sometimes we will, how say, we will have victory. But mm-hmm. It's kind of different season. God will check our heart because He wants mm-hmm. us to be pure. That thing. Yeah. 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 I love that you mentioned that, and um, it it occurs to me that one of the things in the first part of our discussion that um, caught my attention a couple of times was um, in the area of 
fundraising, trusting God for our finances, and that that often we have to wait, don't we? And I don't know what your experiences of waiting for God to meet a need or waiting for some kind of provision. I know in my life, those waiting times have often been so formational, you know, God does stuff in waiting times. And, and it seems like with finances and other kinds of provision, waiting for God's timing is often part of our story. Um, yeah, I don't know if anyone has just a thought or a comment to, to add to that. Um, I'm sure there are people watching this discussion and reading through, watching the materials on, on the website who are in periods of waiting for finances and it can be a testing time. One thing I was thinking of, I think this is applicable to this, um, but I was reminded of just a few months ago, these people I didn't know invited me over for dinner and they were asking me about what I do. And so I just started sharing about my life and how I live on uh, faith really. And just started sharing some of my own personal stories of how God miraculously provided for specific things in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. And I was reminded when I was kind of thinking about finances of how how rich we are in our organization mm -hmm. with these stories of provision after mm -hmm. the waiting or like so rich. We have so many stories that mm -hmm. we can generously share with other people. And just uh, talking with this couple who are not YWAMers, um, they go to a church, uh, but you know, I don't know where they are in their faith or things like that, but just how in awe they were of the things that God had done in my life and how I think as, as, why Wimmers, the thing, if we take away the stigma of talking about finances and actually just talk about money and how God provides it and things like that, we can, mm. uh, yeah, we can uh, allow people to experience that um, richness with us. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, Cheryl. Alcat or Joe, any thoughts the, on that? The question is why for some people it's easy and they have support and for some people it's hard mm -hmm. and it will wait. I think behind that for sure is God for sure want to teach us. We want to mm -hmm. grow in faith with him. Mm -hmm. To see him in action, but sometime he maybe wait or he want to see us in action too. Yeah. <laughs> and I have different times that I wait to just a little bit. For me, my life is different. I said to you that in the beginning that I have the, really that faith that he spoke when I was a young Christian, what would be my life. But sometimes it's, you wait, you don't see what is going on, but we don't see because we are in a struggle. We see only sometimes physically, not spiritually. But every time I think is that the hidden big hands from the Lord behind is reflecting and doing what is in his purpose in the right time, in the right moment. And the story can come up with that thing. Mm. But everything is going a perfect way and we we'll be amazed in the end how he do things. Uh, just the story from the Bible from Israel. So, so he 
wanted to teach them how to have faith in the wilderness before they go to the land of the honey and milk. <laughs> and that is maybe for some people it's long time, some people it's short, for some people it's just one prayer, the money comes, and for some people they struggle and struggle and struggle. Mm-hmm. And for sure, we need to check our heart, motivation, the goals and the things. But in the end, he never, he will leave us. Mm. He never will leave us. And he will absolutely bless us. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just reminded of what Landa said, um, you know, that it's, we need to do the work. And it's often God, yeah. God will provide for us. But we, not if we neglect the things that we're supposed to be doing. And yeah. I think a lot of, like, if you read, Jesus' stories of miracles, a lot of it is like a collaboration between (laughs) Jesus bringing a supernatural intervention, but the people in the story were doing something as well. They were giving the loaves and fishes, Mm -hmm. or they were bathing themselves in the pool, or they were were doing something (laughs) physical. It was a sort of a creative collaboration between what the Lord Mm -hmm. was saying to that person um, and that step of faith, like touching the garment or lowering the body through the roof and it was that kind of natural faith and obedience coming together with the sort of supernatural provision mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I think there is that sort of what are we supposed to do um, yes and then sometimes sometimes that's just not it's not clear cut I mean and mm-hmm. when when it comes to money our emotions are often involved and it's sometimes I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys but being real when we're mm-hmm. really desperate for money and we're crying out <laughs> to God, I mean, it's hard sometimes to discern clearly what we're supposed to do. I mean, that's, you mm-hmm. know, because our emotions are involved and we feel, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the way the Lord wants to teach us in these difficult moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. And which makes me think, um, it's another uh nudge that we need one another right um Mm. you know when we when we're finding it hard to discern because we're feeling kind of emotionally wrung out over a particular situation we need one another and one another's support and prayers um we have come to the end of our time i wonder if you've got any final burning comments or thoughts that any of you want to add before we close No, I think one thing that that I think of is a lot of times people hear the word systems or planning or mm. forethought or processes and they automatically kind of like glaze over or they they think that's not of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like we just have to keep saying like those words by no means means that the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. is out of the picture or that you can't dream or have vision because I think we serve a God who is all about the, you know, taking the little things and developing the process or the system. And um, yeah, I think there's room for both. And that even if you, you keep a budget or you, you have to be careful with your, your finances and what you're spending with it, there's still room for the Holy spirit to, to come mm-hmm. in and to, to lead and direct. So yeah. I think at least what I've experienced with people, when you talk about finances and, and uh, you know, all those words and things that come with it, they always uh, 
feel like it has to be this way or you know this way but right it doesn't it's yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and even the people that we have on the call today I mean such different experiences such different um ways of interacting with experiencing money and provision and you know it all there's place for all of it um in God and in our walk with God so that's a really beautiful place to close I think Sharon thank you the word says Just bef- sorry sorry the go words, ahead go ahead okay the, the words say no money no funny but uh, <laughs> in the Christian in the Christian world is uh, you pray I pay <laughs> So the idea is, the idea is, we pray to God, He will, He will do it. He will pray. <laughs> that's great. Well, maybe that's an even better place to close. I'm gonna write that down, Alkit. <laughs> Just before we finish up here, for those who are on the call and for those who watch this as a recording. A reminder to you that we have our um, online leadership summit, which takes place every quarter. We have that happening on Monday and it's from 2.15 this time until 4.30 um, Central European time. And our topic is um, the faith life of millennials. So we're going to be hearing from Ruth Perran, who has got um, a lot of experience and has written and researched um, the faith life of millennials and is going to be sharing with us. Um, at that event and there will be opportunities for questions and engaging with the topic so um, for anyone who works with young people who's intrigued as to their um, their different oh, I think we've lost Joan oh there she is oh, oh we're all coming off spotlight on, I thought I was losing you but we're all coming off spotlight <laughs> So um, yeah, so um, please do um, join us for that online event that is taking place on Monday, this coming Monday, 2.15 to 4.30 European time. Thank you all for joining us and may your finances and your relationship with God in the midst of your finances be blessed.